0: The last ones in podcast, I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. Hi. And E. Hello. And today, we finished Fargo. Whoa. Episode 8, 9, 10, we finished the whole season. And it's only June. It only took <laughs> half of the year. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's fun. Am I the only one here who started off with Fargo season one then? No, I watched season one, but I had not started watching Fargo until season two had come
1: out. Okay. Originally. Uh, I didn't. I watched season two. Yes, you watched season two. I watched season two first. Uh, Drea assured me that would be a great way to start. I feel like after finishing season one, I feel like maybe I should have just watched season one to get the tone of the show. Yeah. And then watch season two. Yeah. (laughs) Might have helped. Yeah, yeah, probably would have helped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
0: some mistakes (laughs) made over here. Well, I got to ask, I guess. Uh, We'll start with Robbie. We're going to go with just all uh, your thoughts on these, the uh, episodes here, and then, uh, well, I guess let's just start episode eight. We'll, sure. We'll talk about it, and we'll talk about everybody's feelings on it. Um, I feel like out of these three episodes, episode eight is the slowest of them all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Per- I believe it is, in fact, the longest.
0: No. No? No. Episode 10 is the longest. Really? Episode 10 is an hour and four minutes. Epis- the episode eight that we watched, I think, was like 58
1: Oh, I thought... Well, episode eight felt the longest. Yeah, yes. for sure. I thought you were... Because before we got there, we were deciding if we wanted to stop before finding the final episode. Yeah. And you said, like, oh, yeah, it's 64 minutes. So I was like, yeah, like, another hour. That's fine. We've already been here for, like, two and a half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We were only there for two. If Interesting. That. Yeah, actually, yeah, if that. Um, so, yeah, episode eight, I feel like, is a big... Point of the show, but not a lot really happens
1: it's well a lot of time passes with this one. It's a almost a turning point for the show of just like one part of the arc ends and the other part begins,
0: yeah, so episode eight is called the heap uh fifty four minutes long wow. actually um the description is Molly faces pressure to close the case while Lester starts to feel like a new man.
1: I hesitate on the first half of that. Yes,
0: yeah, because she really doesn't close anything. No,
1: no. Well, everybody wants her to close it, and she's the one that keeps on pressing that she doesn't want to close it.
0: Yes, yes. Um, what happens is basically she keeps like telling everybody, like, hey, like the case isn't over guys like I, it's not solved i swear to you it's not solved yeah it's yeah. like yeah but we already
1: caught the guy it's like yeah but what about the call that Lester made like there's still a lot of things that are open it's like no just don't even look at it that way man we we got the guy we got the guy don't look further into it yeah don't look no more <laughs> eyes give him, give him. Just close your yeah, hand him over hand him over with your badge <laughs> you can keep the gun <laughs> <laughs> um
0: bob odenkirk's character playing the sheriff here mm-hmm. uh he just does a great job, honestly. He is such a good actor. Yeah, he, he does he does such a good job. I, I fucking love him. With watching... Um, Malcolm Better Evil, Call Saul. Breaking Bad, <laughs> and then Better Call Saul, and then this. like He is just up there with some of the best actors ever, in my opinion. He's just so good at what he does. But, yeah. Um, he is just so averse to even wanting to deal with crime at all. <laughs>
1: He, he just, just wants everybody to be yeah. happy and healthy, and there no one ever does anything bad ever. Yeah, kind of jumping than Gun, but like he is too much of a people pleaser. He wants to always see the best in everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and that it's a, not what you need to do if you're going to be a cop. No. No. You
1: need to do the worst. Yeah, you need to be a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you are a hammer, and everybody's a nail. Oh uh, damn! There goes all two left, right, uh, two of the right wing, audience left in our I, thing. I'd be have, so surprised
0: after like all of twenty twenty one of everything that we said on every episode. <laughs> I would be shocked if we had anybody right li- uh, leaning and
1: uh, listening to this yeah. thing. <laughs> That's <Yes>. fair. <laughs> it's- I mean, yeah. I feel like half the time I come here, I complain about capitalism and police. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, she is basically being told, like, just shut up, sit down, everything's fine. Shut up. And while all that's going on, you get Lester kind of taking the next step. When actually the episode opens up with him, like. Basically, putting the past behind him. Yeah, yeah.
1: Getting rid of all of his wife's things. Getting rid of the washer that started the whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of turning a new leaf in life when it yeah. comes to work and everything else. Everything. I also love when he gets rid of the washer. The guy comes in and tells us like it's how it's such a piece of shit that got recalled. Yeah, because <laughs> of the fact that it like really shows how like out of his depth he ever was. Like. He was given these her uh Sisyphusian, whatever the correct Herculean, maybe I was thinking Sisyphus because you know he brought the rock up and down, yeah. Uh, with like that being like the breaking point of the wife, uh, where she just hated that fucking washing machine, how it always did stuff, and wanted Lester to do something about it. And like there wasn't a thing to do, it was just a shitty washing machine, yeah. The
0: whole time, it was just an awful, shitty washing machine that no matter what you tried to do. You couldn't fix it, is how bad it was.
1: Mm -hmm. So the solution all along was get a new fucking washer. Yeah. (laughs) Which, I mean, he was not doing good at his job, so. No. No. (laughs) He he couldn't have
0: done that if he wanted.
1: Um,
0: So yeah, he is kind of forcing a new lease on his own life. He goes to work uh, the next day, and he's sitting there talking to another insurance agent, I guess she was.
1: Oh yeah, his coworker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's whenever the wife of the person who died in episode one, I can't even remember her name. The one with the two sons. Yeah. The one in the last group of episodes we watched where he slept with her. Lady. Lady. Probably a am of up up names. Uh, She comes in and she is
1: just pissed, livid. She got a notice on her door of that. In the mail. Yeah. Yeah. That she's just not going to get the uh, money.
0: Yeah. And this is kind of the moment you see... Lester deciding like I'm gonna be a different person. Uh, she is just upset about it, saying like I let you do all these things to me. How dare you? We had a deal. You basically I, said it was
1: I chomped on your pubes. Yeah, like what was, the heck? Kicking your pubes out of my teeth for
0: twelve hours.
1: Uh, both you... ways up the hill <laughs> in the snow, barefoot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, uh, usually, yeah, usually not always. Usually, um, you find her.
0: Nope. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, and she's like, "You know what? I'm going to show you what happens when you don't do the things you're supposed to say." And she like six her two sons on him, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, essentially, more yeah. or less. And Lester fights back, grabs a stapler, staples them both in the
1: face. I thought he, oh, I thought he killed the second son for a second because it looked like he just went straight for oh, the neck. Yeah, <laughs> I thought like, damn Lester, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna fucking murder her now again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he feels like he can get away with anything at this point. Yeah, honestly.
0: Um, and so he fights back. And he's like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to look over this. And you kind of see him like trying to like, be like, I'm going to look over this and see what we can do. And he's like, I'm going to, well, if, if he really didn't pay his premiums, though. Not a whole lot I can uh, do. Not... Yeah, you like kind of you see that big turn on him of like, oh, he's just going full like, this is who I am now. Mm-hmm. And kicks them out, essentially, and goes back to talking to his co-worker. Going to get some chili. Going to get some chili. She has some great chili.
1: Yeah, and she's inviting him over to have some. Mm -hmm. Free
0: food. Everybody knows what that means. Free food. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, I've never been invited somewhere with food that I didn't get free food. That's true. If somebody invites you for free food and you don't get free food. I'd be fucking
0: pissed. You are never more upset than when (laughs) you go somewhere for free food and they're like, sorry, no, if you're like, mother By the way, this is going to be 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then we get the huge. Well, not actually yet, because we catch up with the FBI agents, Key and Peel. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, turns out that they have been reprimanded quite a bit because they just sat there and watched. Well, um, Lauren Malvo, yeah, killed twenty-two people inside of a building, <laughs> and they just sat there watching. And so they are now forced to work into the record room. Mm-hmm. for Intel 4. Yeah, ever.
1: Because <laughs> they even make that claim like, oh, we'll be here for a couple weeks and then everything will blow over. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah. And then they're there hanging out. He has, he finds a tennis ball, he starts throwing it at the wall.
1: I just love the fact that they put a tennis ball in the set there just so he could do it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, why is the tennis ball in there? Everybody has a tennis
1: ball in <laughs> there in the record room. You need that tennis ball. He'll go crazy without that tennis ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh
2: PL also took has... me forever
1: to find. Uh her name's Linda on the show. Linda. I could find her real name, I couldn't find her character. Just name. in time for her to never come back. Yeah. <laughs> um Peel like has a uh, printing of a security camera footi- footage um of Malvo going yeah. into the building. Yeah. Which you can determine. A white male. Essentially a white male <laughs> bob cut. <laughs> Considering, you know, it's an ATM camera that's seeing someone moving that's going at five frames a second. Yeah. I'm surprised it got anything, right? I don't yeah. know how it got that clear of an image from that far away, actually.
0: <laughs> well, they have that CSI technology where you just say enhance <laughs> and then it does. Uh, so, yeah,
1: they're there. And then one year later. Wow. Also, uh, Molly is like, yeah, that fucking guy in Duluth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he sends her one million flowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he just feels terrible. Yeah, because he shot her. Yeah, uh,
0: they're real fancy on each other, real, real fancy. And they even have a date to go to an ice cutting thing. Is it a date if you bring your daughter? Yeah. You yeah. Have a why date? Not? Yeah. Why not? You can do
2: that. It's weirder. Maybe <laughs> it's
0: more wholesome. It Has to be more wholesome. But yeah, you can do that. Uh. And then, yeah, they're on the phone talking. And then it jumps to one year later. Yeah. He's a mailman now.
1: Yeah, he got his dream job. I will say before it, it jumps, uh, I think one of my favorite scenes was like, uh, basically, you know, her s- wanting to say like the case isn't closed yet, but then talking to the old sheriff's uh, now widow, yeah. saying like, hey, they finally caught the guy. So like, you know, we can like, finally re- rest easy now about all this. And she wants to say like, oh, I don't think that the case is over yet. But at the same time, she sees that like, you know, she's starting to get past the grieving process and doesn't really want to say anything to her about it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of This might surprise some people. The, the last thing that people whose husband was murdered want to hear is now nah, the, the guy who did loose. it is probably still out there.
0: Yeah. They got, they got a different guy. Someone, someone got punished though. So that's cool. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, at least someone did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she just kind of lets her have it. Yeah. Which is fair. I, I don't think I would be brave enough to be like. Actually,
1: um, actually, yeah. uh, you the murderer is at large, could possibly kill you. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so I get that part. Yeah, that's
1: a good scene, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fast, fast pass, Disney fast pass. One year,
0: <laughs> genie, uh, Disney genie, Disney. No. Jizz. Exactly how? Sure. <laughs> uh, one year. Uh, yeah. He has his dream job. He is a mailman. He ends up going home, and lo and behold, Molly's there. Preg- Pregos. Uh Pregante. You find out extremely fast that they just got married like immediately. Yeah, fucked.
1: Yeah. Like, right after that ice carving thing. Yeah, just got married one right time. away. And then well, I-, I don't know. We don't know when they got married. That's
0: true. Could have been a month ago. We just know they're married now. <laughs> could have been one second.
1: <laughs> could, this could have been-
0: This could have been a after- shotgun
1: wedding. Like, she got pregnant, and he's like, oh, geez, I have to marry her this now. This could have been oh, the no. honeymoon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could have been. Uh, she's very pregnant. The fa- family's very, very happy with each other. Um, Key
1: and Peel still in the filing room. Yeah. Still throwing that tennis ball against the wall. <laughs> Asking the philosophical questions like the ship of Theseus. Yeah. But if it was a file room. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was really good. I really love it, actually. And then turned to a cemetery for some reason. I could take all the dead bodies out of a cemetery. Is it still a cemetery? I think that was a much better example than the file room. Like Yes. What is a cemetery with no people? Yeah. A duplex. A park. Yeah, Yeah, a condominium (laughs) is what he said.
0: (laughs) Um, So yeah, they're still doing that. Just waiting for anything to not suck.
1: Yeah. Knock over a big old board and see the original photo that they taped on the wall a year ago. Yep. They just forgot about it, I guess. Yep. I mean, fair. The one that got away.
0: Yeah. The one that got them there. Stuck there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, What else happened to that? It's kind of Lester's like super. Lester wins uh, yeah, salesman he gets, of the year. He wins,
1: yeah, salesman of the year. He also gets married to Linda, the girl who's like starting to find him more attractive since he's being more confident. I thought now. you said Linda was the, the wife of his. Yeah, it's his second bully. wife. No, no, no. Uh, Linda. That's yeah. who we asked you about. Oh, I thought you were asking about his, uh, no. the person that ends up marrying. Don't look it up because the... she, she's not in I'm, any episode. <laughs> no, she's not in anything she's anymore. She's not important, Robbie. It's fine. She's super okay, important. Sure, Linda yeah. Linda. yeah, Linda. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it's fucking salesman of the year. Yeah. 2007. For just all the insurance. Selling. Gets to enjoy it for until the crash of oh eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. Actually, I bet insurance people did fine. I bet they did great,
0: actually. Because they've got to keep all that money and not pay anybody out. I bet they had a great time. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, they're in Vegas. Insurance uh, Salesman of the Year. Yeah, Linda's like, I'm tired. And he's like, All right, but I'm going to go party, you know, because he saw some hot, hot mamas.
0: Mm hmm. He's like, I want some hot mamas like, right Give now. Give me a
1: bite of that. And he's like, <laughs> Give me,
0: and She's like, Oh, God, po- call the police. He bit me. Give me some of that lasagna mama, is what he said. <laughs>
1: So he also wants to get like a super exotic drink, and it's like the most basic drink that (laughs) has blood on the beach or something, blood and sand. Yeah, blood in the sand, which is just scotch
0: with some blood orange in it. Yeah,
1: so orange juice.
0: No, not it's just it's smoky, citrus. It's it's almost an old fashioned it's (laughs) not even as complicated as an old fashioned.
1: I would have loved if it was just coke and rum or something so simple. It's funny
0: because he's like, I want
1: something dangerous. Yeah. And just
0: orders the most basic fucking drink ever.
1: Listen, that man has probably drank nothing stronger than uh, an IPA. Than a Bud Light? <laughs> yeah. Bud Light is that man's drink. Um,
0: and so he ends up looking over to his right, and he sees someone very familiar. He hears a familiar voice. It's, it's gray. It's a gray man. It's a gray. Is, <laughs> he's all gray. He's <laughs> having a great time at a table. Turns out it's Lauren Malvo, but he looks very different. It's all grayed out. He's very... He put aged together. 70 years. It looks like he aged a lot, yeah. But he's much more put together. And that's the end of the episode. It's figuring out that they're both yeah. in the same bar at the same place.
1: Very, very like when when you're cooking, when you're boiling something and you put the top on and then you hear like, Like, that's where we are.
0: Yeah. It's set up for the climax, really. So yeah, episode nine. Uh named a fox, a rabbit, and a cabbage, <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, which is a very very old uh mind puzzle or whatever you wanna mm-hmm. call it, yeah, um, little conundrum for you to solve, yeah, where it's you have a fox, a rabbit, and a cabbage, you have a boat that can carry two things or one thing, depending one thing. on the version yeah. that you yeah. do uh the fox will eat the rabbit, the rabbit will eat the cabbage. How do you get all three things across yep, and it's. Pretty simple. Pretty simple, yeah. Um, it's something you give elementary school kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: A description for the episode is Lester has an unexpected encounter. Malvo changes course, and a new investigation leads Molly down a familiar path. Sure. Yeah.
1: Basically. Because um, that is well, that is one thing I guess we missed from last episode is like even though it's been a year later, oh, she still has safe, the Yeah, board. she still has the cork board and like is trying to figure out this case. She has
0: two, actually. Yes, yeah, she has one at the sheriff's station and she has one in her house. <laughs> Two cork boards, now that you mentioned it, yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, uh, this one starts, and you're seeing what Malvo's been up to for the past year.
0: Yeah, he just went back to dentist. being hitman. He went for the long con on this one,
1: and l- knows how to dentist. Yeah, apparently he's been faking being a dentist for six months. Yeah. How, do you, how do we know he didn't just get his... He, has, he might just have a dentist degree. He might just know. Yeah, he, he might, might just, just, just like... okay, like... like, well, I need to pretend to be somebody, and I know how to work on teeth. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Honestly, it's possible.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He
0: just integrates himself into this dentistry and like changes his whole persona. Uh, I fucking
1: gets engaged, hate him. Gets engaged to some girl and says aces to everything. I fucking hate it so much. That's me when someone asks me my sexuality. Aces. Aces. <laughs> uh, do you have
0: to? Do you put that like on a, like a doctor's thing? Do they? Ask I, I doubt they ask me. Do they ask sexuality on that?
1: Usually I, not. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think they legally can. I think a doctor can. I think they can because well, it could be. If you're getting like a check for STDs, maybe they can. Yeah, but
0: yeah, it's just like you're at an eye appointment. It's like, all right, looks like your eyes didn't change at all. Uh, who do you like to fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the actual question they usually ask: Is are you sexually active? Yeah, yeah, which is. Surprisingly, no. And then so you tell them aces, and they're like, aces. And you're like, what so, does that mean? like
0: a lot yeah, or like, none, I'm not like really. Like one? Then? <laughs> I'm not sure what game we're playing. <laughs> Poker.
1: <laughs> and then I show them my hand of four aces. <laughs> they're like, where did you get Why that? did you what? bring cards into a doctor's office?
0: <laughs> and you throw a smoke bomb down, run. <laughs> okay. Say, <laughs> vanish and up. throw the cards down
1: and run away.
0: Um, yeah. So yeah, you learn what he's been up to. He's on the long con to g- try and get close to a guy who the dentist he works with was friends with another dentist who used to work there who had a bunch of information on the mob and then ratted out on the mob. So which, he's in witness. And then so into witness, witness protection. protection. And Lauren wants to get close to the guy in witness protection. So that's why he put himself in this situation.
1: And they're in Vegas. And they're in Vegas. Everything's in Vegas.
0: Um... And, yeah, then you eventually get back to being at that bar with Lester there. Lester confronts him. He's like, hey, I know you. And everyone's like, why Why are you talking to this guy? Why, why don't you introduce us your friend? He's like, he's not my friend. I don't know who he is. Uh, and he gets up, goes to walk away. He's like, Lester, don't keep pushing this. And walks just, away. He
1: just says, Lester, walk away. Yeah, yeah. But um, well, This is new Lester. Yeah, this, this is new confident Lester. Stands up for himself. Yeah. So like,
0: nope. No, don't like that. Yep, goes, he follows them to the elevator, and they're sitting there, and I love this scene so much. Such a good scene. Because they're all sitting there, and Lester's like, you don't just get to get away with this. You don't get to just be nothing here. And Lauren's like, Lester? Like, oh, so you do know me now. He's like, do you know this guy? He's like, Lester, is this what you want? Well, Lester, yes or no, is this what you want? Yes. Lauren just pulls out a gun, shoots everybody in the elevator except for Lester he's like, See, this is what you did. This is what you wanted.
1: And but like the brilliance is that it mimics the original meeting of these two, where yeah. Yeah. uh Lester complained about his bully and Malvo was like, I can fucking kill him if you want. Yeah. Yeah. All he <laughs> had like, to do is just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes or no. And Lester couldn't give a answer mm-hmm, at that time because but... he was not confident. Yep. But this time he definitely gave an answer and then watched three people die in front of him because of it. Yep. And said like, well, this is a $100,000 bounty down the drain, but oh well, help me grab so his Lester legs." Lester
0: wanted. Yep. And like, I get the feeling that Lauren would have let Lester go after this still if he didn't attack him.
1: Yeah, probably. Cuz that's what happens is Lester uh panics, attacks Malvo and then uh leaves. Yeah. yeah. Which like cuz he's still holding his uh insurance salesman of the year award. <laughs> yes. And like Yeah, I want to call him Larvo for some reason. <laughs> That's the mixture of his first and last name. Sure. Uh, he just it says, like, Lester, help me grab his legs. And Lester just hits him in the back of the head with a war and runs away. And he's like, ah, Jesus Christ, man.
0: Yeah, I love
1: because he sounds so like uh, betrayed. Yeah. Like he sounds like this sounds, it's like this is the first time in his life that it didn't go the way he wanted. Yeah. Which might be possible. Yeah, which genuinely reacts might be possible. Yeah, it might be. Which is, um. it's not even like a strong reaction to it, just like, really guy? Yeah, like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Lester, god damn it.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems like he would just let him go, honestly.
1: Yeah. yeah. But Lester had
0: to panic. Yep. And Lester runs away, goes to the hotel room, wakes up his new wife. Because uh, he It'd did. It would be very weird if it was his old wife. It'd be a much different scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wakes her up, is like, hey, we gotta go, we gotta go right now. And she's like, what's going on? We just have to go. And so they panic and uh, leave Vegas and go back to Bemidji?
1: Uh Bemidji. Yeah, Bemidji. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um
1: to not Fargo.
0: <laughs> to not Fargo, yes. Um. While all of that is happening, uh go back over to Molly.
1: You know what? We did forget something in the first episode. What did we forget? Deaf guy. Right. We did forget Malvo that. freeze him. Yeah, he does. Which isn't relevant now. No. No. I think that's something really interesting. Is it's that, and then we don't know what happens.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, that was one of the big unanswered questions. Because spoiler, we don't get to see what happens to Def Guy.
1: There's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, there are. There in a, are in a good way.
0: Yes, it's not unanswered like oh, I can't believe they left this giant plot hole. It's more like unanswered like hmm, like it lets your imagination run wild yeah. with it.
1: It's it's the unanswered as uh like why what was in the briefcase in uh. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And yeah. not, and like, uh, why didn't they use the big death laser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a good example of a bad Close open though. book. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can figure out what sci-fi that applies to. Yeah, uh, One of them.
0: But yeah, Malvo does have a talk with the deaf guy, and he's like, hey, listen,
1: uh, I like you. I saw a bear once, uh, chewed off its leg, and died. All yeah. right, you're free to go. <laughs> kind of. Like, uh, Things don't pan out. Come find me. And he's
0: like, we had a, we had a good talking. Uh, hey, I get it. I like your style. Uh, if you're still angry after all of this, come find me. Let's him go.
1: It's very just gives him the key, yeah gives him the key to his handcuffs and walks out of the room. Very
0: Malvo kind of thing to do. Just chaos. Ah, yeah. uh, let. All right.
1: Uh, how does the quote go? Uh, let's uh let's, cause a little anarchy.
0: Oh, let's put a little anarchy in the situation. I don't know. Something like that. Dark Knight. Yeah. Some Dark Knight Rats.
1: <laughs> <Nids>. Sure. What? Eight <laughs> Lincoln Freaks? Yeah. Let's watch that. <laughs> um You'd hate it. Anyway. Well yeah, episode nine, uh, Lester's like, we got to fucking get out of Vegas right now. Yeah. And they do.
0: So they do. Uh and then back with Molly, uh she is gets wind that the FBI is like, Hey, there was like this thing on this elevator and cameras saw this guy that you've been like asking the FBI about for forever. Yeah, well, want to be interested in that? Was that be
1: something you you care about? It's not even that. At first, at first, it's just like, hey, something happened in Vegas. Uh, apparently, there's a witness to the whole thing. Uh, we yeah. need you yeah. to Lester go and Night interview Guard. him. Yeah. yeah, it's like who? Oh, and it turns out Yeah, back at the FBI, uh, they're like, hey, we need uh this case, and uh, Keem feel like. Uh, which case? I'm sorry. Uh, is that the case that we had that we wanted to do? Uh, yeah. Like, hey, it's not your business, really. Like, hey, let, let me look at that. Let me look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turns yeah. out it's the case that they really wanted, and so they're going down to Bemidji. And the, you know, the FBI certainly would give someone with personal investment in something the case. Absolutely, they're, That's, the, they're most likely to get it done the FBI way. <laughs> <laughs> Like we, yeah, as if there is an FBI way that we could possibly know. Yeah, but like the would, FBI the yeah. FBI ways to put drugs in black communities. I guess that's actually the FBI way. That's that, that happened. happened. That was CIA's way. Oh, you're right. I think uh, I am mixing them up. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, that FBI. Was... Well, they were probably involved somewhere. <laughs> we can't so prove we sh- that. Shape we can't or form. Prove we can that. prove the CIA one because they released that. Yeah, they yeah.
0: they up said so like, hey, we fucked up. Uh, we did crime, <laughs> uh,
1: but we yeah. did it for a good reason. That's like a good reason? <laughs> Classified. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lester's back in Bemidji, and he's like, "Uh, you know, what if we go somewhere else because I made you wake up at 2 a.m.? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I like leave like, right away. <laughs> he's like, I thought you had the thing. He's like, oh, we don't need to do the thing. Like We, we don't need this big case. Like wh- What do you want to do? Well, I've always wanted to go to Aruba. Let's go to Aruba. A- Acapulco. Acapulco. Uh, Acapulco. Aruba, Jamaica, you know I want to take you. Yeah, Bermuda,
0: I... Bahama, come on, baby, mama, Acapulco. No, it's not in the song.
1: <laughs> no, I almost started singing Kokomo, but then I was like, that's not the same place <laughs> Down either. Down in
0: Acapulco, <laughs> Acapulco, yeah,
1: Acapulco. It's aces, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like he's like, all right, we could we could go, yeah, Ooh, Acapulco,
0: yeah. Meow. So he starts getting everything in line. He's like, hey, uh, she's like, hey, I'll make that pea soup. Oh, great. I'll get the tickets printed out. And then I just got to go to the office later. But he gets uh, stopped by Molly.
1: She's like, hey, uh, can I uh, get you for a quick interview? And by interview, I mean I need your testimony. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so
0: you were a witness there, right? And he goes over everything. And he starts just lying everywhere with it.
1: Yeah. He's like, Nope, I wasn't there. He's like, I wasn't
0: even there. He's like, really? Cause, like everybody says you were there? He's
1: like It's like, Oh, well, I went on the elevator. Like <clears throat> Yeah, she had to or she went to bed, I went down to the bar, I had a single drink, and then I went in the elevator, went back up to the room and said, so like, ah, oh, we should get back and she's like, Well, what happened in the elevator? What what do you mean? It went up. <laughs> and she's like, Well That'd be me if they asked me something <laughs> like that. I was like, It it went. Yeah.
0: And she's like, Well, I just it's weird because you uh you had a ticket for much later, and you switched it over to the first flight out. Why is that?
1: And then his wife started lying.
0: Yeah, she lied for him. She's like, "I don't know what's going on, but there's no way it's not shady." Basically, you think. Anyway. So I'm gonna be shady with it. my husband. She doesn't say it, but she's defending him. Essentially.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's all sorted out. Um, and then Malvo just shows up. He's also got back. Yeah. Now driving a red BMW.
0: Mhm. He's just back in town, checking everything out. Super wanting to kill Lester. Mhm. And the FBI ag- agents get into town.
1: Yeah. So everyone's in Bemidji.
0: Yeah, everyone is in the action now. Uh FBI agents go and talk to Molly and they're like, "Hey, like what you got going on here?" and she like explains it all to them and like, "This is this is really great. This is amazing." And then Bob Odenkirk's character comes in. He's like, "Oh no, why, oh, is, Molly? Don't bog I thought we these, were done with this, Molly? Don't
1: bog these nice FBI agents with your horse shit." Yeah, and they're like, whoa, "Whoa, wait, you knew about this?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "And you didn't think any of this was
0: suspicious at all?" Like, "What about like all the phone calls?" Like,
1: oh, we, we arrested the guy, the guy who's connected to all this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well,
0: I just—it's like it's—you it, have a, a great case here. You have a great detective here on the
1: case. Like,
0: oh, uh, yeah. And then they kind of walk away
1: for a little while. Yeah. And then there's Lorne going back into town. First thing he does is he goes to Lester's old house. Turns out Lester sold the house to somebody. Goes there, he's like, oh, Lester doesn't live here anymore. He's like, oh, do you know where he lives now? Go, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll see if I can find my old friend Lester. By the way, do you know someone was murdered in this house? And he says, like, right in front of his two yeah. small children. And like, yeah, it was fucking haunted down there, shit. Yeah, you can hear the cries and screams of his old wife down there or maybe it's just in his head who knows just (laughs) walks away (laughs) so good so good Uh uh goes to the cafe uh and uh molly's dad's like yep yep you're weird i'm not giving you any information yeah (laughs) how about you give me your number and i'll give it to lester
0: this actually happens before the FBI agents yeah, yeah. and Molly or go to the sheriff's office. Because it's
1: very tenseful because they're all kind of almost in the same place.
0: Yeah, they're all like heading to the one area. So it's extremely tense while they're while Malvo and Molly's dad are having a conversation. And he's like, well, I just want to see Lester. You know, I'm just, to be true, truth be told, I'm really just passing through town. I just wanted to surprise him. He's like, well, no,
1: why don't you give him a call? Uh, I just wanted it to be a big surprise for him. You know, he doesn't know that I'm in town. Well, how about we just you just give me your number and we'll go ahead and you can all uh, I'll give him all right I'll let him know that you came through and I'll give him your number. Uh, I don't think we're gonna need to do that. Nah, <laughs> uh, why don't you just give me his social, his credit card information?
0: <laughs> uh I also like that he orders uh, apple pie and a coffee, a decaf coffee, decaf coffee. Yes, um, and he's sitting there eating and stuff like that. I just mentioned that because I like the line at the very end of it. <laughs> Uh, Cause it's clear that Molly's dad really doesn't trust him near the end of the conversation, and so he's like, mm, "It's great, gray apple pie, best since I've had the best I've had since the, the garden, garden of Eden." Yeah, which is just like a yeah, he's Satan. He may as well be Satan, really. <laughs> he's a snake in the garden. Yeah, uh, Molly. I,
1: I, I, we should say I do love this scene's great. First off, yes. but I I love that. This pays off to the fact that Molly's dad was also a police officer. Like he's not stupid. He's not stupid. He's actually a really good police officer too. Unlike most of the police in this yeah. Show, yeah.
0: Which E has seen his character actually be a police officer.
1: Cool. Season two. I guess that's the thing about Bemidji. For every twenty useless officers, there's one really, really good one. <laughs> that's the law. That's and
0: in <laughs> season two that also is the case. There's yeah. like one useful officer and everybody else is dumb as rocks. But yeah, Molly gets there right when Malvo leaves, and right when Malvo's leaving, they just don't even notice the yeah. FBI agents are coming in. They don't even notice Malvo. They walk in.
1: I don't know how intentional it is. I do like if you watch, they pull way too close to his thing and uh Peel almost hits his car with his door.
0: <laughs> I didn't see that actually. I did like- see that too,
1: because like uh he had to like kind of edges way yeah. out because, like, you know, whenever, like, you put your back to the car and you're just kind of, like, scooting out because you parked too close. Yeah. Like, that's just, what like, happened. it's funny because I really don't know if that was intentional because, yeah. like, it's one of those things that could easily go both ways. Yeah. That it could have just been a funny thing that happened or, like, now nah, that's showing the kind of incompetence of the two yeah. FBI agents, too.
0: Whatever the case may be, intentional or not, it shows that anyway, so... Yeah. Uh yeah, they get there, they end up going to the sheriff's office, have that interaction with the cork board and everything and the sheriff there. Um what else happens in this episode?
1: Uh Malvo is like, alright, I printed off the thing. We can we can go. Yeah, we can go to Acapulco. Acapoco. Lester you mean? Lester, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, Malvo broke into Lester's <laughs> house,
0: started yelling at Yes, yeah, so that's actually the big thing I guess we should talk about. Yeah. Is at the ending of the episode. Uh, Lester does, in fact, print off the tickets. He's like, hey, I just need to stop by the office and get our passports and some money in the safe.
1: Yeah, and his wife's like, what about the soup? And Lester's like, ah, we don't need the soup. Soup's overrated.
0: Yeah. And she's like, what about my jacket? Like, ah, you don't need a jacket where we're going. We're going to Mexico. It's warm there. Yeah, so not everywhere. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) in Acapulco, sure. Goes and drives there. And while they're driving by, or while they're driving there, Linda tells a story of, like, man, the first time I saw you, I just, I I always wanted you. Just one way or another, I thought, I gotta get this man. I don't know if I buy that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I Like, because of her story, it makes sense that she would long for something like that. Because her story is that, that they were immigrants, and since she was young, she was kind of forced to work for the motel that they owned. And she always kind of aspired for more. Yeah. Kind of wanted a Cinderella-type story. Yeah, yeah. Um, as she's telling this she's like, "Oh no, she's going to die." <laughs>
0: yeah, you really get that feeling. Cuz uh, it's a real deep story.
1: So like, I do buy that she wanted a sort of prince charming, but I don't buy Lester. <laughs>
0: it could have been anybody. Yeah. Yeah, Lester has Just to be somebody. One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so driving by Lester's office, the office that he now owns and everything.
1: He notices all the lights are on.
0: Yeah, and he's like, "I don't leave lights on."
1: I've never left the light on in my life. He says <laughs> as he left the soup on the oven. <laughs>
0: With all the lights on in the yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's driving by. And she's like, I thought we were
1: stopping at the office. And he's like, oh, I just wanted a better parking spot, you know? And so you know how there's always ice in front of
0: the office. And so he drives around, goes to a parking lot across the street. And he's looking in there. And he's like, you know, putting the bags in the trunk, it kind of it threw my back it out. It's you think my ACL. <laughs> do you think you could be great and just... Do you go into there and, and get the stuff for us? It's just the passports and there's some money in the safe. Just grab that real quick. And she's like, oh, of course I will, of course. She gets out of the car. He's like, hey, it's cold. You, you should wear a jacket. And he hands her his jacket knowingly. All of this time, you know he knows something's up and that yeah. somebody's going to be, let not somebody, is going to be after him. And he's real paranoid about it. And she's like, Like here you go. Yeah, she just puts
1: it on. He's like, don't forget the hood. I would hate for your pretty face to die. Yeah. (laughs) I hate for your pretty face to get cold. Yeah.
0: She's like, aw. And she walks across the street, goes into the office, turns all the lights on. She's at the safe, and you just see Malvo stand up from a booth in there, go over, shoot her in the head. He looks down, checks out that it's not Lester, and is like, pissed. He steps outside, lights a cigarette, stares at Lester's car, knowing it's Lester,
1: and walks away. And, God, it's such a fucking, it's an amazing scene. It's so good. And, holy shit, like, you fucking hate, like, Lester's not a good, like, someone you root for. He's not, but, like, you don't downright hate him for most of the show. You're like, you're like, "Uh, he's kind of just an ass and... Does and also a pussy? Yeah, he's an asshole. He's both sides. He doesn't
0: know to like stand up for himself, and he's an asshole. Like you want him, you a a point wanted him to like win and like get better. Yeah, but then like at this point, you're like he's actively just the worst asshole in the world.
1: Like there's a difference between being incompetent and being straight up malicious. Yes,
0: and he put his new wife in a situation where he knew she was going to die, and she did. And that's where that episode ends.
1: Yeah, just very somber. Very, very somber.
0: Which leads us into the season finale. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which you could call series finale. All the seasons are connected, but they are all their own story, honestly. You could watch any one of them and have no knowledge of any of the other seasons and you would still have a full story.
1: Yeah, but you should probably start with the first season if you want to watch.
0: <laughs> you should probably start with season four now that I'm thinking about it.
1: <laughs> I So for those who don't know, Dry showed me season two first because it's a prequel to season one. Yes. So he's like, well, you might as well like start chronologically where it goes first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Now that's not even true. Now season four is the earliest one. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, it is. He also didn't show me the movie either, though, which <laughs> would have been before the second season. It would have been after the season. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it that's would've... what you would have showed me next. Okay. It would be season four, <laughs> season two, uh, the, the, movie. the movie, season one, and the, season three? Yep. Okay. It's very silly.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should probably just go season one, two, three, four. <laughs> Watch the movie if you want.
1: Oh, man. Um, so, yeah.
0: Episode 10 named Morton's Fork.
1: I don't know what this one's a reference to. Probably some other philosophical question. Absolutely, they are if all If named... uses a fork in the
0: woods. <laughs> <laughs> They're all named after a philosophical conundrum of yeah. some way.
1: It just happens the last one was uh, a first-grader
0: one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the description of the episode is, Molly takes the lead while Gus pursues a hunch. Lester manipulates a situation and Malvo finds a new target.
1: Uh, the last one's a little debatable, but... Yeah, he doesn't really find any new targets. Yeah. Uh, Robbie looked up Monander's fork. I did! Uh, what he, has to, he has to research it all. He has to, like, figure <laughs> it out, figure out the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently there's different examples of Morton's fork. Uh, perhaps the w- most well-known example of Morton's fork occurred to those accused of witchcraft in the late medieval to early modern period of the 17th, 18th oh, century. Is this where... They were placed in dunking chairs over a river and lowered underwater. If they floated, they were deemed witches are witches and drowned. That... So it's one of those like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't oh, kind okay. of thing. So. That makes sense. Yeah, like that yeah, you, you throw you tie rocks to a woman and then throw her in the river. And if she floats, she's a witch. You burn her. If she float, if she sinks to the bottom, well, she wasn't a witch, but now she's dead. I always like that because, like, surely if she's a witch, you're just fucked. Like she'll just kill you for trying to kill her. Right? Yeah. You would like, think, right? Like they think witches are these all powerful beings. So why would they just be like, you got me? All right. You know Take the law
0: test I have to obey.
1: It's the law.
0: <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that dumb? It's really yeah. dumb. That makes sense for the episode.
1: Yeah. 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 So uh we get a recap and then it's the next one. Lester's like, "All right, I'm just I got a brilliant plan here. I go to the diner. I order food and be like, "Ah oh, man, my wife went to the my my business." <laughs> he's like very he's stupid
0: he's very this is my story that I was not there during murder
1: Yeah. Like, well uh, you know could my yeah, wife my wife dropped me off here and she went to the office to go grab a couple things and she's gonna be drawing me back here uh, I could use a beer well, we're family friendly now ginger ale yeah. <laughs> cool and, yeah get us uh, two grilled well, cheese it wasn't even that it was like there's a time and place which I guess they just stopped serving alcohol after some time is that the implication? No, the implication is just like a family place
0: that so like doesn't have alcohol.
1: But they gave they gave he gave his daughter like scotch or whatever in her yeah, hot it's chocolate. His daughter. Then he has alcohol. Yeah, he has alcohol. Yeah, for but him not and for the daughter. public. <laughs> he and, just keeps alcohol for him in the restaurant. Yeah, where where do you keep your scotch? <laughs> I don't, for one, but if I did, he at keeps my it at house? the liquor store drive. <laughs> yeah, I keep it at the liquor store unbought.
0: That sounds like a well-functioning human being, and I don't want to associate <laughs> <it> with that., <laughs>
1: uh, this is my resignation. <laughs> oh uh, no. Yeah Lester tries to make a plan that it, in his head is like bulletproof. I wasn't there. my di- my wife got killed. Uh, she was driving. And then he calls the police too. To be like, I, I heard gunshots, and the police is like, "This he uses is... the public phone. Booth. He uses the public phone booth yeah. to call that the actual like <laughs> police,
0: police station, the station not nine one one. Yeah, yeah. No, just, I heard, uh, sh- I heard
1: shootings. You're gonna want nine one one for that. Like, yeah, I heard it over at the office, and such and such it was a couple just, gunshots that went off. It just shows like how much of a piece of shit he's become. Where he's not even like listening because he just assumes everything's gonna go his way. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, so yeah,
0: he sneaks back into the restaurant, sits down, uh, and then he realizes, oh shit, in my jacket pocket that I gave to my wife were the two tickets to Acapulco in my name, showing that we were going to run away.
1: Yeah. Even though they told us earlier, whenever they were questioning us about what happened to Vegas to stay in town. Yeah. For a second, he was going to walk all the way back to his yes. place. <laughs> leaving his food yeah yeah (laughs) but the police cars already started going because you know police they're usually decent at respawn times to gunshots they're usually pretty
0: good about that yeah uh it gives them a chance to shoot back so Mm. (laughs) anyway so yeah lester's like i'm fucked starts eating his grilled
1: cheese and i again i love the callback to the grilled cheese the first thing we see is him eating grilled cheese
0: there are a lot of callbacks yeah. actually, truly to to the first episode it's neat
1: it's really neat so uh he just knows he's fucked basically mm-hmm. uh i think molly gets a call like hey uh you know the, the his dead wife <laughs> yeah it, but... <laughs> it's such a good line she's like again yeah yeah
0: <laughs> like hey uh we just found Lester and my guards oh i have dead she's like again this is so good such <laughs> a good line read too Oh okay. uh, man. Uh, so, she goes off, goes over to the business, sees that she's been
1: shot. Yeah, Chief's like, uh, hey, um, you don't need to be here. And she's like, yeah, you know I do.
0: Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay, you're right. And she's like, so what happened? He's like, I think she was shot in the head. I don't know. I didn't really give it a good look. You know, it's kind of, ooh. And yeah. she looks and goes like, yeah, shot right in the head. Uh, point blank. And he's like, hmm, weird. What? She's wearing Lester's jacket. He's like, why is that weird? Like, Not just something. Just something to think about, I guess. And then Lester's like,
1: oh my god, my wife is dead! (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez! Oh,
0: gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And so he's taken over to another seat in the back of the building. It's like, Lester, do you know anything that happened? And he just immediately started doing his Lester excuse thing. Like, I just... She wanted to come over here and get uh, our passport... Uh, she was driving. I don't. I don't know what was going on. He's like I was not there. I was not I was there. Never there. I was over at your dad's restaurant. Actually, I don't even cheese. know this woman. <laughs> <laughs> two cheese. <Yeah. laughs> and she. He was keeping it warm. Oh god. Oh geez.
1: Hey, can I go look at my wife's dead body? Yeah. He's like, can I go to, say goodbye to her? Yeah. Yeah. I went, We're
0: gonna take you down to the station to question you. He's like, okay, that's fine. And I was leaving. Can I just go and pay my last respects? Molly's like, it's an active crime scene. So, and she's about to say no. And then Bobo and Cruise is like of course, of course you can, of course. Mm-hmm. He goes over, gets the tickets.
1: He doesn't. He tries to oh, yeah. get the tickets. Yeah. Molly stops him. Yep. Yeah. Because like, she's a really can't be touching the body. She's a good cop, like, like everyone. Yeah.
0: And so he gets taken to the station. All <laughs> oh, well, while this is going on, um, Morv. <laughs> <laughs> what what is he doing at this point? He's just kind of investigating still, right?
1: Uh. Kinda. He's
0: kind of he's gone until the morning.
1: Yeah, actually. Actually I think during this time is Because uh, during this time he has the police scanner on mm-hmm. and he's listening to all this happening. Right. And he goes so. and he grabs a gun in a slim gym because he finds out that yeah. the FBI agents are there and hungry. that they have Luster in custody and everything. Yeah. Uh it's during this time that he slim gyms the FBI agent's car and finds their book or yeah, their book on oh, the case right. that they're working on. Yeah. yeah, Steals that. Yeah. Uh, the FBI go in and try to question uh, Lester. Lester. Uh, Molly's dad comes in and is like, uh, Molly, this seems kind of fucked up. And she's like, yeah, sure is. Tell my husband I love him. And he's like, I'm going to go over there with a gun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to wait on the porch with a gun. Like, oh, OK. I'm not going to let my. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm going to go
1: protect my granddaughter. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's never had a granddaughter. He also tells her that, like, I should probably should have said this earlier, but there's some weird guy that I was asking about Lester earlier. Yeah, I like, didn't think much of it, but with everything that's happening now, I figure I should let you know. And then she shows him a two forty p image. He's like, "Was it this guy?"
0: And he's like, "Not unless he changed his entire face and outfit." And then he's like, "Well, actually, <laughs> now that I if look get, at, yeah, three if you give pixels. him gray,
1: if you look, if you give him gray hair." In a different suit, than maybe. Yeah. It's just so funny. Because they have better pictures of him.
0: Yeah. I don't know do. why
1: they can't use this one. Yeah. Like, because they straight up have his uh, mugshot. Yeah, the mugshot whenever he was pretending to be a priest.
0: Yeah, of him, like, in custody. Yeah.
1: It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's going on. Uh, Lester refuses to talk, obviously.
0: Well, he is talking for a while, and he's making oh, yeah. up a bunch of excuses.
1: And then when the excuses don't work, he asks for a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the fbi shows up he's like uh no yeah <laughs> i know what's cuz he keeps trying to get uh i bob odenkirk, bob odenkirk character. i in my head is character's also named bob but i know it's not it's probably not no uh and he's like trying to get him to say like he's like come on you know me and like he just <laughs> you're close it's bill <laughs> bill pretty close and he's like come on bill you know and bill's like just just answer the questions lester Yeah. and it's so it's kind of sad in one way, because, like, you see this man's world finally crumbling down.
0: Yeah, because he always just wants to believe the best in everybody.
1: Yeah, and, like, old Lester was, it was just Lester.
0: Yeah. And so the FBI agents are like, hey, like, you gotta, you gotta answer these questions. And he's like, I want a lawyer. This is me telling you I want a lawyer. This is it. And, yeah, just refused re- to cooperate.
1: You should never talk to police without a lawyer.
0: It's true. You shouldn't do that. They'll find a way to get you on some, something. Don't talk. Just say, I want lawyer, and then shut up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough legal device.
1: Something that we learned while watching The Night of is like our cops asking any question. just say, I don't know, ask my lawyer. How's the weather? I don't know, ask my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, actually, pretty you yeah, much. Use you use the say, bathroom? I don't know, ask my lawyer. <laughs> and then you piss right there, and you stare them in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would actually probably be something that would they would get assault off that somehow. Uh they would step in the pee and be like he peed directly on an officer, straight to jail.
0: <laughs> uh it's the next morning. Yeah. And Gus, I believe his name is, yeah. Molly's husband now, gets wind of everything that's going on and calls over. He's like, hey. Uh don't die. Yeah, he's like, hey, there's uh, things out there, paths you shouldn't take. Another callback to the first episode. Uh and he's like, just just you just I don't want you out there, okay? Promise me you won't be out there. He's like, right, got it. I won't go out there until they have him surrounded. He's like, wait, no, and she hangs up.
1: <laughs> I won't go out there unless I want to. Yeah. Um Doesn't he like get that speech just like it's like, no, not until he's caught, until that man is dead.
0: Yeah. Until he's dead. Um uh, He's very adamant about that. Yeah. Because this is like the this is the big thing that
1: Don't make my daughter have to go to another funeral. Yeah. Which is a really sad line actually. Yeah.
0: Um see so yeah, how all that's going on. And they decide they're going to use Lester's bait. And they take him home. The FBI agents take him home.
1: Lester's like, they don't get to go in my house. And she's like, okay.
0: And she's like, okay, play it that way then. I don't care.
1: Uh, Meanwhile, so the bigger plan was they surround everything. No one can get in or out of this town. Yep. And the FBI agents get some backup. But since Malvo... Marvo?
0: Malvo. Malvo. Malvo.
1: Yeah. Since he's like hey, I stole the book. I have their badge number. He calls the people like, hello, yes, I am trying to get in contact with the FBI agent. She's like, oh, which one's uh, Fudge or Creamsicle? I don't remember their name. Fudge or Brownie? I don't think his name's Brownie. that's, don't think
0: that's yeah, That might be racist.
1: <laughs> Budge and Pepper. I like that Fudge isn't racist, but brown- also Pepper isn't racist. Yeah, but is. Budge what and Pepper. Be? That's right, yeah, Agent yeah, Bub yeah. and Agent Pepper.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, I'm trying to get a hold of him. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So he knows their names. Yeah.
1: And then he calls the FBI, a thing you can just call easily, I guess. Well, because he has their book. and Because, like, they ask for the case number. And he's able to give him the case number because he's staring directly at the book. Is the FBI just a number you can normally call? You can call the FBI right now. Yeah. What's their number? Uh, 1-800-FBI. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) 1-800-FBI. Their number is three numbers long. (laughs) special number because they're the FBI they're they're the FBI they get whatever they want (laughs)
0: yeah Uh, yeah no you can just directly call the FBI okay sure but like
1: it's one of those things like he says because he straight up says like hey this is uh, agent so and so and like okay what case are you working on and then gives him the case number and like calls a person it's like oh yeah like uh Turns out the police just have it covered over here. We don't really need things. Like, oh, well, backup is being sent over. It's like, yeah, that's what my partner said. but He jumped the gun. Yeah, he jumped the gun on it. We don't need it, so go ahead and cancel that. And like, All yeah. right, whatever. I love you can also hear just how annoyed the yeah, director like, is. God
0: damn it. Get your shit together. Backup canceled. Hangs up. Uh, and so, yeah, they now then, don't have backup coming. Yeah.
1: Also, he goes to a used car dealership and finds finds the most yeah, the undercover most- looking <laughs> car <laughs> Even like tells guys like, "Hey, I I've been having my eye on this car. Kind of kind of looks like an undercover agent's car."
0: Yeah, he's like, "Well, I guess it does not you not you're looking Even at." It has it. the antenna. Yeah, it's like so. Uh, I think I can take it on a test drive. Well, we're closed, but yeah, fine. We can do. Ah, yeah, we can do. Uh, <laughs> it. a so small they go, town. They quote unquote go for a test drive.
1: And it's one of those things because like if you're selling cars and like somebody wants to buy a car then and especially if you're on commission
0: yeah all this time gus is like freaked out he's like i gotta do something i can't just sit around while he was on his mail route one day he saw a red car that malva was driving yeah go by and he's now thinking about he's like fuck that was malva wasn't it i saw him and i didn't even think about it and so he goes driving around to look for that car
1: he didn't think about it because he like he He just kind of looked like well that was kind of weird yeah he ignored it really so he goes driving around to find that car. He does find the car, actually. And he finds where Malvo's just been squatting at.
0: Yeah, just been hiding out. And so he's like, just there. He knows where Malvo is. And that's the last we see of Gus for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to Lester at his house. The FBI agents there are talking talking about, what if we're <laughs> in a dream right now?
1: Like, whose dream? uh uh-huh. And that's that's actually the it goes into an episode of uh, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, the new one hosted <laughs> by, by Jordan. <laughs> by yeah. Jordan Peele. Uh, so yeah, uh, they're doing that, and then uh, because you know they brought Lester back, gave he asked Lester the answer to the question <laughs> to from the, the question. last episode. Yeah, which I love. It's cute. Yeah, and like Lester has an answer. Yeah. Again, you know, it's weird to say it this way, but like, it really does show how much he progressed as a character.
0: Yeah, he's much, he's much smarter. He really does think about his next steps now.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's at home. Uh, another car pulls up, and they're like, "Is that, is that our backup?" Car? He's like, "Could be
0: backup." They get out, and they're like, "Hey, get out of the car." Nobody does. They go up to the car. It's the car salesman. He's taped there or tied to the steering wheel. He just says, "Sorry."
1: Yeah. <laughs> And Malpho just pops out of the back and just shoots them both dead.
0: Yeah, kills them both instantly.
1: walks up to the car, and uh, you hear the plea of the car salesman's like, hey, I got a wife and kids.
0: Yeah, we don't know if Malpho even lets him go. No. We just know that's his plea.
1: I think there's a hint at that when you, because last episode when he's just in his, uh, hotel room he's listening to tapes Mm -hmm. and the tape is almost verbatim what the guy says to him yeah yeah so i think there's an implication but again we don't know
0: yeah we don't know so yeah while that's going on lester is sees that there's stuff going on out there sets up a trap Mm -hmm. he's throwing clothes everywhere all alone home alone in it uh there's a bear trap that it showed us earlier in the show he sets up a bear trap unbeknownst to us we just know that he's looking for something
1: I just spoiled it. What a jerk. I just spoiled it. Malvo's
0: wandering around the house. He hears uh,
1: Lester like panic calling yeah. the police. Yeah. I, uh, I also love that he falls for it, because like, it's so clear Lester's trying to get him to go to a certain like, place.
0: Oh, God, please come right now. I'm completely unarmed in this bathroom, and it doesn't have a lock. You and can- also, if someone just shot me right now, I would die. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, Malvo steps on the bear trap. Lester shoots him, but his gun jams after one shot. Yeah,
1: because I think they—that's what the brothers said at a point, right? That it jams
0: up really easily. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, so Malvo shoots a bunch of shots off, doesn't hit Lester. Lester's hiding in there.
1: Well, the first thing he does is he actually throws Lester's <laughs> yeah. award at him, which I love because, <laughs> yes. like, you know, Malvo did that intentionally. Like he was—he saw it. He's like, "I gotta fucking do this." Yeah,
0: <laughs> and another callback to the first episode. Yep, hits Lester right in the nose, breaks his nose.
1: Mm-hmm. It's great. The way that they... Broke his nose on glass in two ways.
0: The way that they met is the way that... They unmet. Unmeets? Yes. <laughs> the way they that say they goodbye? Separate. I don't know. The kind of way they say goodbye, actually, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Lester's hiding, panicking. Yeah. Uh, when he tries to go out, uh, Malvo's gone. Yeah. Sees a blood trail going outside, and then to where the, the FBI agent's car was, but just isn't there anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's the last we see of Lester for a little while. Well, actually.
1: Yeah. Uh, Malvo goes all the way back. Uh, Molly got a call, like saying, like, "Hey, uh, you know those FBI agents are over there." And she's like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go give Lester an old visit," you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's driving on her way, and like, it's kind of a ticking time bomb for her. Yeah, because like you know, as soon as Malvo sees her, uh, she's probably gonna die. Yeah. So like, she's constantly driving over. Uh, Malvo goes back to his place. Uh, <laughs> really gruesome scene really with gruesome. his leg. Uh, him popping the bone back, giving himself some sort of set it in. I mean, he was probably morphine. 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 Yeah, morphine he was like a dentist a for a while. I don't know if he put Novocaine in his leg, no, but I guess no, he could. Yeah. yeah, you could. Whatever you had on hand. Whatever you have, I guess. Uh, yeah. Puts his bone back in. Whatever feels better it. than a broken leg.
0: Yeah, yeah, sets his bone, Uh, puts a stint on it.
1: And he's just sitting, and it does... I love this shot in anything where it turns to reveal a person with a gun. Yeah. I don't know why I love it so much, but it's good. Such a, it's a good shot. It's a good
0: shot, and it's Gus there.
1: Yeah, and he has a revolver, and he's, he's like, i re- I figured out the answer to your riddle."
0: He's like, "Yeah, what is it then?" And Gus <laughs> he doesn't even shoot. say that. He just says, "Good for you." Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: good for you. And Gus shoots him three times, and he's angry and like. <sighs> And cut shoots him twice in the head to kill him, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's pretty gruesome also. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a really gruesome way that Malvo dies.
1: And it's great, because Malvo always talks about, like, kind of returning to your animal instincts, and all everyone kind of describes him as an animal, essentially. Like, no clear motives or anything of yeah. any system. And it's so great in his last moments, he's acting like a feral dog that has to be put down. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's like amazing symbolism.
0: Taking out the bear trap as well. It's yeah. great, yeah. Uh. And so Gus calls the cops, calls Molly. He's like, hey, uh, I've, I've got him. I got him. And cops go there.
1: Molly shows up. She's like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look shows in the, the... Yeah. Yeah, it says, look over there. Finds the briefcase that has all the tapes in it. Uh, finds a tape that says Lester Nygar on it and shows like... Lester basically admitting that he killed his wife and that he needs Gabo's I mean, help. Polite, but yeah, basically. Like enough to kind of um implicate him. Implicate him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you took it to court, you'd probably get him.
1: Yeah. Uh but Lester's long gone. Oh, he's in Montana. Yeah. You, North Dakota. You get to see him I think it said he was in Montana. It said North Dakota, didn't it? I don't remember.
0: He's in North Montana. North Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you see him on a snowmobile driving away. And you're like, oh, I guess he's like hidden away in his life. He has a whole new thing going on now. And And then then, the cops. And then there's tons of (laughs) cops there. Lester's running away, running away, running away. Tries losing them, goes on to a lake, has a thin ice warning on there, crashes a snowmobile. He keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. He's running all the crack. Or all the ice. All the crack around All the crack him. rice ice is on him. All the ice cracks around him. <laughs> all the
1: cracked rice
0: around <laughs> him. Uh, the worst
1: possible situation, being surrounded by cracked rice. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And he's running on this Then, like All of the ice cracks. And he looney tunes, falls into it,
1: the... It looks kind of bad.
0: It, lo- it does look bad, but it works quite yeah. well. And he falls into the ice. And never to be seen you again. You just see his hat. You, you just see his hat, which is important. Um, cause you go back to Molly getting a phone call and she's like, okay, he fell into the ice. You find his body. Okay. Well, let me know what the divers find. So you don't actually know. You can assume.
1: Almost anyone won't survive falling into freezing water. Yes. Under yeah. ice. Well, that, the whole big thing is it's not so much like falling into freezing water. It's the fact that like whenever you get trapped under ice, it's, uh, Almost impossible to find your way back to the surface.
0: Yeah, it's super disorienting. Yeah, can be super cold. All the air's taken out of your lungs immediately because yeah. of the, uh, how cold it is.
1: Yeah, so there's a the matter of shock, and there's a the matter of not being able to find the surface, and yeah. the panic, and everything else. I remember else there stuff. is something you're supposed to do if you find yourself. Screen. In this... No, that's the opposite. <laughs> actually, Run, just let all your air out. Like I think there's <laughs> some way to like actually get to the to like keep the ice up, but I don't know. I, I would love would to be, know that. Yeah. I mean, I might I don't. need I, that someday. <laughs> the most I would say is like, uh, that I've heard of is like, if you find yourself in a situation wherever you're falling into ice is to spread your arms out to not fall all the way down in, or into the ice too. and then try to, uh, uh, you keep yourself afloat. Well, yeah, keep yourself afloat and try not to panic because like the, the shock of the cold, uh, doesn't last forever. And then you lean forward and then like you try to like kind of crawl forward uh, past the ice and like it's going to keep breaking, but because you you're leaning forward on the ice, you won't sink down under until you can get on thick enough ice that you can finally crawl back onto the surface when kicking your legs the entire time as if you're swimming.
0: So what happens if you just fall into the ice and under it?
1: Uh, torpedo you die. I think usually it's, die. Yeah. Yeah. Think that's what, usually I, that's what I, it I, I think. think is there's you something die. you should try to do. I think it's one of those things where it increases your chances of living from zero to like ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's something along the lines of like follow the bubbles, but. Follow the bubbles, I think... I mean, it depends on how thick or thin the ice is. I right, think and in that case... You should like, hope that you can potentially... Break through the ice? Break through the ice. Uh, part of it is that uh, the other part... Well, I guess with his case in particular, is there's so much snow on the ice, uh, light would only be yeah, passing through where he fell.
0: See. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, as somebody who has fallen into... Yeah, not a same. lake, but a river in the middle of winter in a very cold, cold state... Um I'm real lucky that the water was real low. Mm-hmm.
1: I've actually done the same. It, yeah, but luckily the river is only about four. Fell feet in tall. a hole in a cave, didn't you? I would have died. Yeah, whenever I
0: proposed to Liz, and I would have died if I fell in. Yeah, it would have. I would have a died. Really
1: awkward proposal. <laughs> it
0: would have been real weird. It, it, she would have. Oh man,
1: it would. have been poetic in a very sad way to her. Like you fall in the cave, and like the only thing that's left on the ledge of the where you fell in is the ring.
0: Well, that's the first ten minutes of an HBO. I'm sorry, of a Max <laughs> drama. <laughs> well, <it's> still HBO.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, HBO still exists, doesn't it? They still make the thing. Yeah, they still it do just... the thing. It's just now it's, it's like shitty. Max, an HBO company. Now it's mm-hmm. just shitty. <laughs> but yeah, I know uh, HBO Discovery. That's why it's only Max. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna kind of surprisingly ends on a really like nice note where yeah. uh, Molly's just chilling with her family and they're watching Deal or No Deal.
0: Yeah, she's like she had. The resolution. There's
1: as much as less. She... Grabbing your boobs. No, what I'm, is this I'm popping my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. You guys can't see how I'm trying. Just like she had, and then was like kind of squeezing like his like hands squeezing towards his, his, his chest. His boobs. She, and had, she had, tits.
0: had. And that's all I could think. She's about pregnant. Milk. So like there She's was milk giant <laughs> tits.
1: Just giant break. Pregnant boob man. Uh, this is so dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, she like has everything now. Like yeah. she full cla- closure on the case. Um. Yeah, I mean, her biggest thing is she wanted to catch Malvo, and he—he's now dead in hell. Catch Malvo and uh, indict Lester. Indy- yeah. yeah, indict Lester. He ran away, and she's
0: she's kind of moved on. She's like she's yeah. past it. She's
1: mm-hmm. moved past it. If he bit. survived, who gives a shit anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, and well, because last line of the show is uh saying like, well, this is a big, thi- or a big deal for you, and she's like, well, it's more or less a big deal for you. I'm already chief of police, right? Because uh. Gus wins. Uh, wins. He gets uh, no, it- like bravery award. Yeah, he got a bravery award. All yeah. right, he got a bravery citation. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get arrested for murder. <laughs> I think the cops let it go. I mean, probably yeah. in point. this case. Yeah, because it just one of those like, oh well, he was dealing with a very dangerous man. Like they could he probably could have just reason. like super been like, oh yeah, self defense. He cornered me.
0: Honestly, I think if somebody is wanted enough, they're not going to be like. Yeah, you still killed a guy. Like, no, you saved us some hassle.
1: It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, there's a yeah. reason why there's like wanted dead or alive posters. Yeah. Do they still have those? Absolutely they do. Okay. It's mostly for like FBI's 10 most wanted. I was but... going to say, like, I feel like we're not in the Wild West where you see like Jimmy Grocery Stealer, if wanted you, dead or alive. If
0: you just happen to shoot one of the FBI's top 10 most wanted they're not going to do anything to you. Yeah, they're not well, going to question it. They, they like, might cool. even pay you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, can I have money for that? That yes. sounds great. In many cases, if you even have information that leads to something, $10,000. That's real. You can do that right now.
1: All right. I feel if you like, have information on I feel like we have a it, good system to help fund the rest of the series <laughs> of our podcast. You know, I did get a fortune cookie that told me about this. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh. It's a good thing we know a lot about FBI's top 10 most wanted. Mm-hmm. all of it yeah <laughs> i know exactly where al pacino is right now dead no 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 phone nope. al pacino <laughs> al Pacino's also the... al Pacino's very alive and actually god if he dies between when this episode is recorded when it goes up i'm gonna feel so <laughs> shit. he is in his 80s now oh man please don't die al pacino in the yeah. before this Your episode fourth child up. is gonna be born soon don't die <laughs> He has another okay. kid coming. Anyway, yeah, he has another kid yeah, coming. Yeah. But that's the episode. Like, again, kind of surprisingly high note. Very high note, yeah. Yeah. Especially considering how, like, somber the show can get at times, too. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, that leads us to the question here, I guess. Robbie. Yo.
1: What did you think of season one of Fargo? It was really good. Um, It was a lot of tension building for the first half of this. And then it felt like there was, like, kind of a down, a downward trend, I guess you can call it wherever things kind of started to calm down a little bit and then it like brought it back up for like the last episode and then kind of brought it back down to like a a good note like it's one of those like you don't know how this is going to end well but it ends like and it's not even like the perfect happy ending but it's one that you can live with kind of thing it's just like well things are still resolved at least it's not perfect it's not exactly how I wanted it to be for like these characters but it's still a happy ending for them. Yeah, and it's one that you can. It doesn't feel cheesy either. It feels like it's kind of almost realistic in a way, and it feels earned. I it think. does feel earned, very much so. You don't feel um, like the credits roll is like everywhere you look. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere there's a sign. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> at the like, end of
0: it, you're like, you know, this all this all fits into place. This yeah. feels like it's right.
1: Like the people who did wrong got punished, and the people who you know were fighting to have uh the right thing done the entire time. Finally, got like some sense of peace yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, like to the point where you know Gus feels like you know he got a, a bit of himself back after being a coward for like redemption. the entire yeah, yeah some redemption after you know being a coward for pretty much the entire season. Yeah, and Molly finally gets the recognition that she deserves after like fighting for that recognition finally the entire the time. Too. yeah, 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 yeah chief I'm... of police.
0: Yeah, it it basically. The good guys get to be where they should have been on episode one. Right, yeah. But had all these roadblocks in the way.
1: It is so, like, I do want to say, it is really good that they let Gus have it at the end, especially when he's not a cop anymore. Yeah. Um, Because in a lot of ways, narrative-wise, it would make more sense for Molly to be the one to cap him, but uh, the fact that it is Gus, in a way where he finally outsmarted uh, this person who he was so scared of. Yeah. And the solution, it, ultimately, something you learn is the solution to how to out how to trick Malvo is just don't be afraid of him. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that's well that's what Malvo does the entire time. Like his entire persona is to intimidate people around yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Malvo is always in control, and when you don't show fear, he's not in control. Because again, he's like an animal. And if the prey doesn't, if the prey fights back, a predator might back off. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not, because it's no not, longer in control. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. It's, it's okay. a good metaphor. Like. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Is that, or even with Lester, with like, because, you know, things kind of went, he, he kind of just expected things to go his way the entire time. And so when he ran from the cops, he expected to get away when he ran on that lake and then mm-hmm. just fell through because eventually, like, it was all going to catch up to him. When it ca- caught up to him, he just, yeah. Yeah. The issue with Lester is once he was given the, like, slightest thing, he took it, like, as far as he could. Yeah, and that's could. that's yeah. the personality of that character, too, is, like, you give him an inch, he's going to take it for a mile. Yeah. Yep. And it's just crazy, like, that, because he could have stopped at so many points. Yeah. It's like uh, Breaking Bad, we were talking about for a bit, like, it's like Walt from Breaking Bad. Walt had so many outs. Lester could have just stopped at so many points.
0: Yeah, he... He could, at, when he saw Malvo in Vegas, he could have just backed off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Malvo gave him a warning. He'd even like immediately try to go after him. Yeah. Yeah. He could have just been like, like, Hey, I, I recognize you. Oh, I don't think I know you. Oh, my mistake. Would have been the end of it. Could have just, just read the roll credits. Yep. But he didn't. No, because he, he had to keep pushing it. He had to push it. He, the moment that he started to feel on top, he felt everyone else was beneath him. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's great show like it honestly i don't i kind of want to call it almost like a master class in like tv writing but it, it's really good like it's it, i don't want to say like i slept on the show because like i didn't have a whole lot of ways to watch the show until now but right. like it's really really good like better than i expected it to be especially considering like what the movie is yeah yeah <laughs> is the uh, movie just like a flawed but really good thing no, it's good. It's good, but it's ninety. It's nineteen ninety four. Good, like yeah. it takes all the elements of the movie and it amplifies them by tenfold.
0: The the two henchmen mob guys are basically what if you made a whole movie about those two?
1: Yeah, I can see that working. It's fine. Fu- it, it works. Like don't get me wrong. The movie's good. Like if you haven't seen the Fargo movie, I'd say go and watch it. But like okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's we'll far watch more it for the podcast driven, I would yeah. say also. Okay. Yeah. But like like I said, for what the movie is, like this takes the same elements. Like it there are two very different stories, but it takes the same elements of the movie and it just amplifies them tenfold, makes it that much better.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh so I guess that there's
0: there's the answer to, to Robbie.
1: Yeah, I guess uh if I had to give it like a
0: Yeah, what you had to give a rating?
1: If I had to give it a rating out of 10, I would say it's like a 9 out of 10. I don't know if I would call it perfect, but damn, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh E. Uh no, this is an amazing show for sure. Uh I had seen the second season. I liked the second season a lot. I think watching this, I'll probably enjoy the second season a lot more. Yeah. Now that I have a lot of context for like the pacing and the world building that this established. Yeah. Um Billy Bob Thornton is
0: Billy Bob out- Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> He's I know. In this? He's in this. <laughs>
1: Uh, he makes a little cameo uh as the hitman. Wow. <laughs> uh amazing in his role. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. All all the actors do so fucking good yeah, in their absolutely. roles. Even like the smaller ones. Even like Gus's daughter nails that role like yeah. you, she feels real. Yeah. And I love that. There's just every character is very perfect. Uh the arcs that every character goes through is great even when you're looking at fucking Lester, who is this downward spiral of a human. Yeah. It's <laughs> awful, terrible. You hate him so much towards the end. Yeah. And you, you, you are so glad when he fucking dies. You really are. Just like Breaking Bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Bob Odenkirk is in a lot of these movies. Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is amazing. Uh, something we don't talk about a lot. This show is also just so fucking funny. Yes. It, it is. is and I love that it's an incredibly funny show but it doesn't feel like an issue I have with some shows and movies where it's like okay here's the funny time okay here's the serious time okay here's the funny time again and it's like no like it's all it's life life is the semblance of both like there's not click okay you got to switch to this other thing like no like it's all the time it's not quippy it's not like it it's takes dark its, humor. It's dark humor for sure too, but like it takes itself extremely seriously. Yeah. Th- some of the best
0: to. jokes are in some of the most serious moments of the show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I guess a good example is like whenever the was I guess the security guard for the um for the gro- our grocery store king guy goes in to try to threaten Malvo and his response is to just like sit down in the toilet and start taking a shit while he's being threatened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Dark humor, but it works perfectly well with the tone of the show yeah Yeah, like it works so well and the writing is top notch like genuinely really really impressive I there's and it leaves you not necessarily wanting more but like very curious yeah like what is gonna happen does the deaf guy come back does uh, the did some characters survive like what is next and there's four seasons, and only one's after this, technically. One takes place after this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and what I will say is it's not that they're not all connected, because they are all yeah, connected yeah. in one way or another. Um, But they don't need each other, I would no. say, also. Um, like,
1: they're all very self-contained.
0: They are self-contained, yeah. You could watch any one season of the show. And I think I've kind of proven that with, like, I showed you season two. And you are like, yeah, this is like a really good thing. And I showed Liz season four. We me and her watch it together mm. for the first time. And she's like, this is great. And I was like, "We well, should watch other far. She's like, I'm good.
1: Like, <laughs> okay. Well, that's one good thing about like, when a, one way you can tell someone has done storytelling right is whenever there's still open-ended leads of things like, you know, the, the deaf assassin or uh, what happens with Molly and her family afterwards or like, you know, Things that happen afterwards, but like that's not part of the story anymore. You're content with the ending of that story, even though there's things that are left open to it. But like y- you can still ask those questions and still be completely satisfied with the ending that you got. Yeah. That's why Ed and eddie is one of the highest forms of art. Actually, like every <laughs> every eleven minutes is this self-contained story <laughs> <laughs> that leaves you co- with many questions of what is going on that some did not even get answered until the movie. That's what I've been saying. I'm bullshitting kind of, but like I'm also kind of serious. <laughs> with, like yeah. it did establish a lot of stuff that came back later, which was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, sorry, Ed and Eddie is my favorite thing for those. Like I
0: love the classic line in Ed and Eddie when it just starts off in black and white and he says plank and drops plank on the ground. <laughs> so good.
1: So you joke. I, I still really love the opening of Big Picture Show with this like very like, you just see the remnants from the scam gone wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, it's something that's done in other stuff, too, obviously. But, like, I think it's done really well there where, like, you, you don't know what happened, but yeah. you just know it was big. I think the thing that I like about it is you immediately understand what tone the movie is going to be yeah. from that opening shot. Because you're like, this is not happy-go-fun times with the Ed boys. This is a story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But, yeah. Now, uh, Fargo is so good. There's some... I'm so curious now, watching this and like knowing what happens in the second season. There's a big thing that happens in the second season that Dry probably knows what I'm talking about. I'm so surprised was not like a something established in this season because it, it, I don't like, know where Dry saw how confused I was with it. I'm still confused about it, but um, that'll be fun when that comes back. Uh, I think again, like something Fargo does really good too is this weird like. The most like big things often end up being almost inconsequential, yeah. Like, uh, the side plot with the supermarket king, he's not there anymore, yeah. He doesn't do anything, like, I there might be something that comes back because he buried his money once again,
0: <laughs> he did, yeah. Um, yeah. uh, you
1: yeah. know, give back what he took to begin with, yeah. And like, they mentioned his store, but like. Or that, or even Sam's wife, too. Cause, like, doesn't she even say, like, this isn't over yet? With uh, that was before he fucked up her kids, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but she still did, like, the whole oh, this, this isn't over yet. But, like, you never hear from her again. In either. Season three, we see her Karen arc. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this weird thing where, like, things, like, even such, like, death is so inconsequential, but in the most consequential ways, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This weird paradox that. I I would say it's true to life. I I'm I'm kind of abusing that term. <laughs> but like I think it's true in this way that like uh it's so death is this thing where it's so our a lot of people's lives kind of revolve around the idea of it. I think uh you can see that in many religions that a lot of religions are more established on what is death and after death and how to kind of circumvent all this stuff and like how everything and just in general our media consumes death uh a lot of stuff is constant reminder of death there's this fear of aging in general in society yeah and the weird factor of the matter is that it once it happens it happens it just is over with um uh, the uh it's such a beautiful day is a movie that kind of really exemplifies that, I think. Yeah. Where there's kind of this fear throughout the whole thing in the main character until he reaches that point and he realizes like it doesn't matter. Like he wants to tell people that too like as he's sitting on his deathbed but can't because of he's just not fully there anymore. Yeah. And that's I think that's what I mean when I say it's true to life, kind of this huge fear the whole time. It's so, like you see that in Lester. Like he's constantly scared of getting killed after that. After like the ninth episode, yeah. And his paranoia keeps going. And when his time is there, it's an instant, and it's stupid. <laughs> he was being an idiot.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> the entire thing that he was running away from happened instantly. Yeah, he, he probably didn't even realize it was ha- happening when it no. Happened.
1: So like, it's so beautiful. In a lot of ways. Like, Malvo too. Like, his death was like putting down a dog. And it's genius in a lot of ways, I would say. Um I think it would be unfair for me to give this anything other than a 10, honestly. I have no issues with Fargo.
0: Okay. Um... It's okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> like, solid five. Maybe six out of ten. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I absolutely love this
0: first season. It's so weird, because I always I walk around in between Fargo's seasons one through four of which one is my favorite season. And it's always every time that I watch that season, like, this is the best season. This yeah. is clearly the best season. <laughs> and then I'll watch another season and be like, well, t-
1: I was wrong. This is obviously the best season. Then you watch the movie, and you're like, It's not the
0: movie. It's not the movie. The movie's not the best one. (laughs) Um, But after having just watched season one, season one's the best season.
1: (laughs) Well, well, I mean, when we get back to Fargo, we'll see how it keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. The one that I am curious about is season three, which that's so far down the road at this point. Yeah, But season three. Tune into 2035 when we watch season three.
0: (laughs) Season three is so strange. It's such an odd season in a million different ways takes a bunch of different weird turns. It's animated. How curious. No, it's, just, it's weird. And there is there is a very clear narrative in 3 that the other ones don't trek in as much, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's, I, that's, that's way down the road. <laughs> anyway, I've come to appreciate Season 3. I didn't like Season 3 the first time I watched it. I'll say that. Uh, season 2, I immediately remember loving. Season 4, immediately love Chris Rock fucking makes that season
1: so good it's so funny to hear
0: it is right but he's so good in it or sorry I, I i'm remember mixing whenever up season... people again
1: well <laughs> yeah whenever season four came out like you just raved about how well chris rock did in that season yeah because so like good. i think it's because like you just weren't expecting him to be that good of an actor through because like you just know him for his comedy roles yeah he's been adam say, sandler's friend for so long <laughs> To be fair, he had a stand-up career before he was Adam Sandler's friend. But. Absolutely, I know him from "Everyone Hates Chris," and that the Chris in that isn't actually him.
0: No, <laughs> he does the voice. He
1: does the uh, voiceover. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I like that actor. Actually, I don't know what else he's really gone into. I've only Chris seen Chris Rock. Him, no, the no, 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 no The actor oh. who played Chris in "Everyone Hates Chris." He, he is. He in... cameos every now and then. I know he
0: is the co-star of a sitcom right now. Ah, a very, very popular one actually. It's like an office style one, but it's in the school. I forget the name of it. Liz watches it. The school. <laughs> It's, I forget the
1: name of it. It's very popular. The campus. Yes. Sitcom number 75. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I love Fargo so much as a show. Mm. I agree. Season one is a 10 out of 10. Easy for me. It's just so, so good. And you can point to any one episode and be like, this is such an amazing scene. Every single episode. There's not a single episode where you're like, this one was just weak all around. <laughs> like, there's, just, no, there's not one. There's not a single one.
1: Well, I'm going to say, I feel like the, the eighth episode is more than weak. It's like a whole year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is definitely the slowest out of all of them, but like... I don't All know. in all, it is a great show. Like, it all just fits very well in this bubble. I, it does. I implore everyone to watch it. It's like, so good. I This is one of those shows I don't see anyone disliking. Really? Like, obviously, everyone, all everything that exists is going to have its haters. Sure, Ed and Eddie, a pinnacle of art, has its haters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I I could see some people maybe not liking this, maybe being too talky for them, not enough action, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might be. Even then, though, I feel like every episode always has a huge breaking point that I think people would always be like, "Yeah." I think so. I this is one of those shows that I think is. My dad would be like a good testing point for that theory. I, I guess. would love to. Tr- I,
0: I, don't, I wonder if he did watch this. I, I should. Don't, have actually you should ask, ask him. him. He watches so many random shows. He does. I should ask him about this one. Um, yeah, it's a town ten. I absolutely love it. I it, w- it took a lot longer to get through season one than I expected. Yeah, Drew, I forgot they're it, all movie it, oh, length. <laughs> they're all an hour long. <laughs> it almost so. had the curse of Robbie. Almost.
1: Almost. That one was unfortunate because it wasn't part of the show. Yeah, it was it was the it was our extra not extra credits. That's that's it was post it was IRL that got in the way. Um, well, just because like yeah, that was part of a different thing before we did Twitch stream and yada yada.
0: And then we tried to integrate it in once we did Twitch stream. We didn't know what we We were doing. We decided that
1: it's just more fun to do a Twitch stream and talk about stuff randomly. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a whole thing. Anyway. That was Fargo season one.
1: Whoa! Hooray!
0: Woo. Put the spinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> put all the sound effects, beep, all of them beep, at once. It <laughs> just <laughs> breaks the spe- everyone's speakers. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm Insert your camera craft. sound. <laughs> <laughs> See how many sound effects you can put in before the computer crashes? Seven. <laughs> we need to get you a better processor. <laughs>
0: Uh so yeah, E yo yo people want to get a hold of us, probably. Where could they do that if they wanted <laughs> to do that?
1: L I N K T R dot E slash L O I P is the link to our link tree. Gives you links to all our social medias, uh the places you can listen to the podcast, you probably know. Where you want. Yeah. You've got podcast places. We're there. Uh, and our Twitch stream every Saturday, every Wednesday, we're playing video games. Yeah. Yesterday, I probably played something and I'm probably done. Uh, and then drive <laughs> will go. <laughs> and then I'll go. Uh, Saturdays, I am playing stuff. Yes. Uh, Last one might be a little shorter than usual. We'll see. We'll see how people are feeling about it, I guess. But it's a big one, guys. I... And playing Half-Life 2 for the first time. Yes. Let's see how much he likes it after the disappointment that was Half-Life 1 for him. I, Half-Life 1's fine. I Just think super nothing glitchy wrong for you. with it.
0: I think the big thing that really killed momentum in Half-Life 1 was, was the, glitch- the boss fight.
1: Yeah. At the end. And the glitches. And a few of the glitches, sure. But that, those could have been circumvented if we played a better version of Half-Life yeah, 1. That's yeah. That's fair. Um, that's mine and Dry is bad. We... we Directed him in the wrong Half Life version. <laughs> I just love that you just were like, Yeah, no, it's the newest one. It's probably the best. Yeah, it's, 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 clearly, the Source it's the Engine, thing. it's fine. <laughs> the Source Engine has never been, have had issues. Yeah, to be just fair. Just as
0: Vampire the Masquerade, <laughs> Source Engine never had problems. To be fair, Valve generally is very good with their own engine. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, look forward to that. I'm probably, I know so little about Half Life. I barely knew anything about the first one. <laughs> and then the second one, I know probably as much little.
0: I am super interested in how you're going to feel about this game.
1: We'll see. Yeah. Um, I also, for for full disclosure, I have played uh, like five FPS games in my life. Yeah. This one's going to be number five? Yeah. <laughs> like, I played a couple Call of Duties. I played a Halo or two. Played a
0: little bit of Borderlands 2 with me once. Yeah. You played uh, all of Half-Life 1.
1: I played all of Half-Life Half 1, and then like... This will be like it's been less than ten for yes. sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so we make bets on what his death counter is going to be this time. It's hard to say. <laughs> I feel like let's let's go through this stream first to see just how many like dumb deaths I get, and then that's I feel like it's fair to give a guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true.
1: Uh, all right. Well, Robbie, yo, get us out of here. So. Whether well, this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been to this since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeehaw. Woo. Uh, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you do the whole, uh,
0: we'll see you guys later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Uh, everybody have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye.